Welcome to the Multiply Church Podcast, a podcast designed to encourage and equip you as followers of Jesus Christ to make and multiply more followers of Jesus Christ in your context in the local church. How is everybody doing today? Hope everybody's doing well. It is another cold day. Actually, it's balmy here. It's like 45 degrees. So I don't know what it's like in Kansas City, which is where my guest is from. Uh, Kevin Pragel. Kevin, what is the weather like there? Uh, it's about... 55 right now is oh my what gosh. my weather app says. So you probably have shorts on. <laughs> no, I don't. I've been uh, inside most of the day where it's a little bit okay. colder well, inside than it is outside. So, well, that's, that is balmy, man. I'd be sweating 55 degrees. Holy cow. Oh well, anywho, Kevin Pragel is one of my really closest friends for a long time, man. How, how long have we known each other now, man? It's been uh, we met five years ago, the fall of 2014, which was my first class at Midwestern 2014, Goodness, 2014. Man. That's when up, I started yeah, so six years, yep. seven, old man. You're 30. I'm approaching. Oh my gosh. Don't um, <laughs> so anywho, uh, Kevin, like I said, is one of my closest friends. We uh, still stay in touch, obviously, and um, wanted him to be on this podcast because not only is he my friend and I want him on this podcast, but he is uh, an incredible pastor and a really big asset to his local church. And so I want to get him on this podcast to kind of just share some insight on what he does. And so Kevin, We'll just kind of give you a little bit of time to do a little intro. So tell me about your family, tell the listeners just kind of what you do, um, and then we'll kind of get into our topic today. All right. Sounds good. Well, like Pastor Adam said, uh, my name is Kevin Pregel, and I am currently serving at Blue Valley Baptist Church in Overland Park, Kansas. I serve as the minister to children here, uh, which means that um, I minister to children and families. Um, who have children who are, are grades one through five. Um, and so that's, that's kind of my role uh, here at Blue Valley. Um, I've been married to my wife, Candace, since 2013. So we just, we just celebrated um, eight years of marriage uh, the other week, which is totally awesome. Uh, we have two children currently. Uh, Annalise will be six this year and uh levi will be two this year and then we have one on the way uh, and she is due at the end of june so um really excited to be here adam i'm i'm excited to uh, kind of talk with you and share whatever uh wisdom i might have if if that's what you want to call it yeah for sure <laughs> wisdom you got plenty of it to spread uh, i don't man. know uh, and Kevin is an avid, uh, Braves fan and I don't correct. even know what else you follow. Oh yeah. You follow that other, that other crazy team that just won a national championship. So Alabama, uh, whatever. Oh, yep. so. I've been a Braves fan for uh, several years and, and the tide just celebrated their 18th national championship. So. It's crazy. I tell you, it's like one of those things. It's like, they're just too good. I, I don't know. This isn't a sports podcast. This could easily turn into a That's sports right. It could. It could. Because uh, I got a lot of opinions, but we won't get into yeah. that. We'll just keep rooting on our Chiefs for the week. And there's my shameless plug for the Chiefs. Um, okay. So let's dive into like what you do at Blue Valley and a little bit about kids ministry. So um, like what does the day-to-day look like for you as a minister to kids um, and children? And like, yeah, like what do you do? What, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So, um, every, every week, every day is, is kind of different. Um, it's more or less up in the air, just kind of depending on, on what's going on. But, um, a lot of my week, I try to focus on, 
um, investing in leaders and um, reaching out to parents, reaching out to children, um, in, investing in in parents. So that's that's more or less a, a simplified version of, of what my week looks like. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I do, uh, day to day. Gotcha. Which is kind of springboarding well into this conversation, because, um, I think a lot of times when we think about kids ministry, that might not be the the answer people would expect from a kids minister, right? Like it should be like, yeah, you know, spending time with the kids, make, you know, getting, you know, working on my jokes or whatever it might be like, you know, those sort of things. Like, I don't think sometimes we think about, kids ministry as like, we need to be investing in the parents, but I'm getting ahead of myself because that's going to be a question in a minute, but let's kind of transition into our topic about kids discipleship. Like, so Kevin, let me ask you this, like why in the world should we be discipling our kids? And when I mean, when I say discipleship, right, what we're talking about is teaching kids how to follow Jesus. So like, why do we need to do that? Like, why is that important? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. And, um, just, just for the record, I, I do have jokes. (laughs) Um, they, they are not funny at all, but, um, yeah, that's, that's an excellent question. And I think that, um, too many times children's ministries are, are viewed as, um, as a babysitting service. It's, it's viewed, um, kind of as, as a social club, uh, more or less. And, um, the, the reason why we do, what, what we do, the reason uh, why we are, are to disciple our children um, is because we're called to. And uh, one of those cornerstone passages that comes to mind is um, Deuteronomy 6, uh, where the Lord God instructs Israel to, uh, to love him and um, to obey his commandments. And, and also he makes specific mention, um, Deuteronomy 6, verse 7, you shall teach them diligently to your children and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down and when you rise up. And so, um, what, what God is, is instructing Israel to do is, is make, make me a a central part of your life and, and to teach my commandments, teach my ways to your children. So we're commanded to, and, um, the children are absolutely the, the future of the church. And, and so, uh, we are called to raise up this next generation um, and I think that there's a lot of weight in scripture to, um, to discipling our children. Yeah, no, I think absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, at the core, right. Like it's foundational to God's heart, right. Like, y- you know, when you, when you think about the old Testament, right. Like it's so interesting, the application of like, he's, he's laying out the law and one of his direct applications early on is teach your kids. Like, I like, don't think about that a lot, right? Like we just think like, well, we just got to work on ourselves, do us, do the adult thing. But like right away, God's like, no, you need to make sure to teach us to your kids. And, you know, I, obviously you showing your cards a little bit, like he's not talking to, he's not talking to kids ministers in that verse, is he? He's not, no. That's the, and I think that's the unique thing about it. Like who, like, who is he talking to? He's talking to parents, right? That's right. Yeah. He's, um, and this is, this is kind of, um, one of, one of the directions that that we try to to make a focus here um, in our children's ministry um, is that it's it is absolutely one hundred and ten percent that the parents' responsibility to disciple their children and um, it's it's sad and it's unfortunate that um, a lot of times we we see um, parents view the responsibility um, 
that it falls on the church. Um, and they kind of say, well, they, they get their Bible time um, on Sunday morning and, and I'm, I'm kind of off the hook for that because they, they had enough Jesus in that one to two hour span mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday. Um, but yeah, he, he's talking to, to parents and, and that's kind of um, where the, the rest of my ministry philosophy comes from. Right. And I think that's, I think that's the thing to build on. Right. And so like, once you understand that groundwork is like, okay, like parents are the primary discipler in their children's life. Like that means the role of the pastor, specifically the minister to student or to, to kids is real students as well. Uh, even to our littlest kids, um, like the, the role, the primary discipler is the parent. And so like, okay, so that means Kevin has to like, it's not that he's ignoring the kids, right? Like you're still a, you're still a voice, but you're not the primary voice because if you look at the numbers, right? Like it's when it's when you break it down, I think is when it gets crazy when we think about it, right? Like you spend how many hours with the, these kids on a Sunday morning? Like how many hours? Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a great question. And I've done the math before because I, I stress this at parent meetings. I stress this to leaders and it's so important that, that parents understand this. Um, and, and you and I know, and, and people in the church world know, um, that, perfect attendance in the church throughout the year just doesn't happen, right? Stuff gets in the way, stuff comes up, family emergencies, whatever it may be. And so even if your child um, is is there 75% of the time, right? Uh, that that ends up being, they miss three months out of the year, which, which sounds like a lot, but in reality, um, the average child attends church about 50% or less. Right. Um, but even if your child is there 100% of the time, that's 52 hours out of the year that I get with them. Um, and, and you compare that to the time that, that you're with them, it ends up being something like less than a percent of the year that, that I'm with them. And so mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't make sense for me to be the primary voice in, in your child's life um, because I get so little time with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas parents end up getting as astronomically more. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that's a, I think that's a point. And so that's, you know, and I think it's such a good thing for us all to remember, you know, people who are listening to this podcast too, if you're a parent, like, I think this is a direct call for, you know, make sure like we're taking our kids discipleship seriously, whether they're, my son is almost nine months. Like I've got to take that seriously, right? Like he's soaking in things now. And I think we get to a point when they leave the house of like, we hope and pray that they have learned what we've taught them, but you know, we have to also make sure, are we putting in the time in, are we, are we actively trying to disciple our kids? So uh, let's kind of dive into that a little bit more. Like, what does that look like? How would you say like discipling a child might be a little bit different than discipling an adult? Like, what does that look like? Because let's be honest, like kids, um, for far majority, I shouldn't say majority, but a good chunk of them um, are unbelievers in your kids' ministry. And I think that's what's interesting when you think of it that way, right? Like, you know, there's a good chunk that have maybe grown up in the church, but they've yet to take that step in following Christ. And so what does it look like for maybe, so two questions there, like, what does it look like to disciple kids who've yet to make that decision? And then let's say, okay, they make that decision, they're ready to follow Jesus. Now, what does it look like to disciple a kid's heart? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It does. Um, and and I'll, I'll start with um, what does it look like to disciple a child who um, has not made that profession of faith, who has not made that step in their life. And um, 
the, I guess the simple answer is that you, you can't disciple someone who, who's a non-believer. Um, it, it just, it doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. And so, um, when we have children who, who are non-believers, you know, whether their parents are, are Christians or not, um, they're going to be exposed to scripture. They're going to be exposed to the gospel. Um, they're, they're going to get biblical teaching, um, in my ministry. And that's something that I'm, I'm really proud of, uh, my leaders who, who are, um, tremendous, my Sunday school teachers who, um, every single week they're, they're preparing, they're, um, planning stuff. Um, but if you were to walk down my ministry area on a Sunday morning and you were to just, uh, peek into the room, uh, the, the number one thing that you would see is you would see, uh, children, uh, in a circle with their Bibles open. Mm, um, they're being exposed to scripture. They're not just being told, Hey, this is what it says, but it's, Hey, let's read this together. Uh, let's experience God's words together. Um, and so that's, that's what we hope children get out of is just an exposure to the gospel. They hear the good news. Um, they, they hear what God's uh, word has to say. They hear about, um, what Jesus did for them. And, you know, it, it takes some time and, you know, occasionally you'll, you'll have children who, um, hear the good news for the first time and they're, they're ready to take that step. But, um, also you have those times when, when children, need several years of exposure to the gospel before they're, they're ready to, to make that profession of faith. Um, and, and the same goes for, for believing children. But I think, um, for, for me, I don't really disciple any children. Um, it's, it's just not something that, um, I do. It's not something that, um, I, I really encourage, uh, because, like I said earlier, the, the primary discipler in the family uh, should be the parents. Um, and, and that's not to say that I wouldn't disciple a, a child if, if the opportunity arose. But um, what I want to do um, is, is I really want to equip and encourage parents to, um, to be that godly influence in their child's life. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, and I think I think you're right, and I think you're making a good distinction here, right? When we talk about discipleship, and like actually, quote unquote, the you know, I guess it's a verb, right, to disciple somebody. Like what we're meaning, like, is like this intentional, like intimate walking with someone. Like that's what we mean when we say discipling somebody. And I think what you're getting at is like, man, that is we can't like we don't want to shortchange it. We don't want to take that responsibility away from a parent. And so it's like, man, sometimes it's easier, right? Like. I, shoot, I get this as a pastor sometimes, right? Like you just think, man, I just, well, if I just did it, then everybody would be discipled. And that obviously is a wrong mindset, but sometimes we think like, well, man, I'll just do it because they're not doing it. And then, but that's also just shortchanging them. And so it's constantly reminding our parents um, and the people in our churches that like, no, like you are with your kid more, like you need to take an active role um, in discipling your kids. So I think that's, I think that's a great answer. And I think, I think it's something that we need to make sure we're constantly, you know, aware of. And so I also, I want to kind of piggyback off what something you, you said to, um, a minute ago when you're talking about like what you do, even on a Sunday morning, when you're talking about kids, right? Like the thing about, I think the thing that, about kids ministry that seems so daunting is that, you know, kids are, kids are kids, right? They're crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the stories you could probably tell, right? Like they're just, they're just crazy. And sometimes we get so intimidated by it, but the game plan doesn't change. It's not like we open a different book 
and say, let's learn about something else. Or we spend an hour doing a game, right? Like the game plan doesn't change. You open your Bibles and let's teach them. It, it's, it's no different than an adult Sunday school. Maybe the, the way you say it or the way you might teach a passage of scripture um, might be a tad different, you know, just because of their understanding and their cognitive ability. But the game plan is not changing, right? Like we're, we're opening our Bibles. We're sitting under the word of God and we, um, and we are, you know, that that's what we're exposing our kids to. And I think we, I think we forget about that, right? Like it's not hard, like it's, it's, it's difficult, but it's not hard conceptually to understand. This is what we need to do. Um, and so when we talk about your ministry and kids ministry, like how do you emphasize like scripture? What are, what are the things that you're putting in your ministry that are like holding scripture to the core? Like what is like, if you look at your ministry and you say, okay, what's at the core, man, scripture is there. How do we, like, how does that flesh itself out in your ministry? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And, and I think that too many times, um, unfortunately you you'll see churches, um, they'll, they'll treat children's ministry differently than they will other ministries in the church. And, and, um, it, what you'll find is that that ends up hurting your children. Um, you know, you think you're being careful while well, they're, they don't understand or, or, um, they can't quite grasp this. Um, and there was this quote that I, I really don't want to misattribute to someone. Um, I, I want to say it was John Piper, but I, I could be wrong on that. And he said, uh, more times than not, the reason why your children don't understand a certain doctrine or, or a certain concept is because it's, you're not teaching it to them. Mm. Um, and he said, you, you know, we're too afraid to, you know, go over their head that, that we hold back and, and we just, we give them milk and not meat um, to, to reference uh, the apostle Paul's teaching. But um, for, for children's ministry at, at Blue Valley, um, like I said before, um, when, when you walk down there and you see children with uh, their noses in their Bibles and, and they're reading it and it's being discussed, hey, this is what this means and this is how it applies to us and this is what it means for you and I. Um, that's one of the cores that, that we really hold to um, is, is not just um, sprinkling God's word in there and, and, and hoping that some of it, you know, children are, are exposed to it and, and they're reading it and they're finding stuff in their Bible and, and they're learning how to navigate God's word and, and what certain um, things mean. And so uh, that's first and foremost what we do. Uh, but also, you know, we find that, that children really learn in, in different ways. Mm. Um, and, and one of the primary ways that children learn is, is through doing things. Mm. And so, um, you'll see, you know, different games, different activities, um, whatever it may be, uh, you, you'll see, uh, that they're doing those in order to teach the children God's word. And so that's, that's kind of what we hold to is, um, exposure to, to the gospel and exposure. Uh, to God's word through different means. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, I think that's a great point too. Like just like adults, you know, we all learn it different ways and it's getting to know these kids, right. It's getting in relationship with them. And I think, like you said, it's, it's getting to the basics, right. I think a lot of times 
Um, we over program things in church and we get so caught up in doing this thing or that thing. And let's just get our kids to this activity and then they'll just be saved. I think, I think activities are all good and well, as long as they're ushering people into the presence of God, they're ushering these kids into the gospel. Um, and we're getting them to a point where it's, it's about learning scripture. It's about, you know, being discipled. And I think, um, I just think that's super critical. So like, let's say, like, you know, you know, kid has, um, you know, come to faith in Christ. Let's say they're, you know, maybe they've been in kids ministry a while. Um, like, you know, what, do, like, as they're coming to their own, like, what are some challenges that you have come across with kids, like in kids ministry, as they're like learning, like, what are some things that you would mention to somebody like, man, this is something you just need to make sure you understand about kids ministry as they're, you know, like some, just some challenges maybe that you have came across. Um, and maybe you don't even have the answer to like them, but things that you've wrestled with, like, and this is what's hard about kids ministry. Um, especially as they start to transition and get a little older, start to learn a little bit more. I don't does anything come to mind when I, when I say that, like, what are some challenges? Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, there, there's no church that is w- without issues, um, in, in all ministries. And, um, so just kind of things that, that we struggle with and, and you tell me if I'm, um, getting at, at what you're asking, uh, you know, we have, um, we have things that tear families away from, from church, whether it be, um, sports or school or, um, you know, divorced parents and, and the child is, is splitting time or whatever. Maybe that's, that can be a struggle. Um, we also, um, have really been finding it, it difficult for, children who are, who are not being discipled at home. And, and I hate to, you know, just kind of play this card because that's what we're talking about, but that's, mm-hmm. that's really the main issue that, that we see is uh, we, we encourage in-home discipleship with, with mom and dad. And, and we have resources available uh, for parents uh, to put in their hands and say, Hey, this is, this is kind of what it looks like to disciple your child. But um, sometimes you'll, um, you have a child who, who returns, you know, the next week and, and it, it's, it's been seven days since they talked about anything mm-hmm. in the Bible, anything scripturally. So it's, you know, and, and this is something that is not unique to children's ministry. It's, it's right. in student ministry, it's in adult ministry. Um, but those are just some of the challenges that we face. Um, day to day, week to week. Yeah, no, I think you're right though. Like these external challenges, um, of, of things like sports, things like school, like these things that are pulling our kids away. And like, once again, this is just like, we're beating the same drum. And I think this is obviously the direction I wanted to take this podcast was like, just realizing like parents, like you have such a unique role. Like if you communicate, I can't stress this enough, like, and I'm guilty of this as my, as well. But when we start even like uttering like negative things about the church and our kids are hearing it. Oh God, go to church again. Oh man, it's Sunday. We got to get dressed. Like if, if we are telling that and communicating that to our kids, our kids are picking it up and they're going to start to believe. And a lot of times you're going to, you're going to see these kids start to pull away from the faith because you've never taken it seriously. Like if you are like, and this might sound blunt, and you can disagree with me, Kevin, on this one, but I don't think you're going to disagree with me on this. Um, like if you are 
like if you are only going to church once a week and you throw or once a month um, and you throw your hands up when they're 17 years old and the, your kid's walking away from the faith and you're like, I don't know what to do. Like I can point and tell you what you should have done wrong, like, or should have done. Like, I, I think a lot of times we don't, obviously we don't know what our kids are going to do. And it's not, you know, once they turn 18, once they turn adults, like it is on them. Like they've got to take their faith their own. Like I get that. And so we'll set that to the side for a minute, but like, we want to like, if you are, as a parent are not actively like invested yourself in the local church, like, why would you expect your kid to care? You know, and I think that's why we've seen so many kids fall away from the faith. I think that's why we've seen so many people in my generation is because their parents, they, they, they short, they, they said, well, let's, let's skip this week because you've got basketball or you got baseball. And, you know, they start to allow these things to happen. And we slip down into this road of like, well, we're only, we'll only go to church once a month because we've got soccer the rest of the week. And it's once again, it's no wonder that these kids, they don't care because their parents don't care. What do you, what, what would, what would you say about that? Yeah, I, I would say, I, I want to say two things really about that. Um, one, one that's, that's positive and, and one that's kind of negative. Um, children have a tendency to, to really take on, um, habits and, and personalities of, of parents. And, and so kind of a, my shameless plug. Um, I just finished reading this book by uh, Matt Chandler and Adam Griffin called family discipleship. And um, one of the chapters in there is on modeling. So, so modeling um, following Jesus for, for your children. And Matt Chandler makes specific mention that um, at times he's been hypercritical. He, he over criticizes and he found that throughout that just, just kind of, saying things often, you know, he, he never really expected it to go anywhere. He found that his, his daughter, um, had become hypercritical of, mm. of things too. And so, um, he said, we need to be really, really careful about how we communicate certain things, how we portray our, our feelings towards certain things. And so, um, I think that you're absolutely right. Um, that it, it falls on us as, as parents to, to model this for them and, and to take church seriously and take Bible reading seriously. And, and so um, if, if you have not read family discipleship by Matt Chandler, and Adam Griffin, uh, it is absolutely 100% worth its money. Um, but also I, I think that where the church um, has failed parents um, is, is we kind of, we, we beat parents over the head. Mm-hmm. And we say, you need to be discipling your child. You need to yep. be discipling your child. And we say, here's, here's books and here's handouts. And we send stuff home every week from Sunday school. And we say, okay, do this. And a lot of parents who, you know, don't have formal seminary degrees and, and, and don't have theological training, who've never taught a Sunday school, they, they kind of throw their hands up in the air and they say, okay, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know right. how to, to use this stuff. And, and I think that um, that's where, the, the church and, and, and really I'm pointing the finger at myself. This is where I, I have failed people in, in ministries where I've served is that um, I say, okay, use this. And, and parents say, well, I don't know how to. And, and that's really where we need to come in as, as people in the church, as ministers, as spiritual leaders. And that's where we need to be discipling mom and dad um, to say, okay, this is what discipleship looks like. This is how, uh, you walk through the Bible. This is how you um, pray together. You know, mm-hmm. I think that if if you were to ask 
a church, I, I won't call out any specific church, but if you were to poll a church and say, how many of you are, are comfortable praying in front of your children? Mm. The, the number um, would be horrifying to you. Uh, we, we just, we have parents that either are not equipped, they're not comfortable, whatever it may be. Um, and so that's kind of where I think we need to step things up and show them what discipleship looks like. No. And yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as we kind of make our way to the close of this podcast, I think, I think that's just the overarching theme. And I totally agree with you, man. I think it's the same thing that we preach from the pulpit, right? Is, um, the last thing that I want an adult to walk away with is, okay, I know what I need to do, 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 do like, here we go. Like we give them all the resources and then they get home and they're like, I don't know how to do this we focus on the wrong things. Right. And I think we're doing the same thing with our children. And I think it's getting back to this point of like, we need to, we need to constantly just like hold out Jesus to them, like allow, allow the spirit to be, you know, who he is in their life and bring them along. I think a lot of times too, like you're saying, we do beat our parents over the head and say, you should do a better job, just do a better job. And it's like, man, no, let's, let's focus on just beholding Christ first and then we can move it down the road because i mean i I think about my own life right my own parents like i I couldn't tell you what curriculum they used when i was in you know kids ministry back i don't i don't know what they were doing but here's what i do know i do know my my mom and dad love jesus and then that they they gave their life you know to to serve him and like they they handed all their plans and their goals over to Christ and said, Hey, whatever you want to do with our family, it's, it's yours. And that's what I remember. I don't. And so I think, I think we have to continue to tell our parents, like, listen, man, if you are in love with Jesus, I can't guarantee that your kid's going to fall in love with Jesus, but I can tell you that they will notice, you know, right? Like at the end of the day, it's going to be on them, right? Like we, we are not in charge of our kid's heart. We're just not. And I think sometimes I think we think that too, like I've got to do everything right so that they won't fall away. And we just place this burden upon our hearts that I think, I think the spirit is wanting us to just lift that and just say like, behold Christ, allow yourself to fall in love with Jesus. Let me do the work in, in your child's life. And so it's getting really back to this gospel centrality thing. of just like, let's focus on the gospel. And I think we need to do that in kids ministry too. You know, a lot of times we, we just pound obedience in our kids ministry. Like, you know, I want, okay. You know, I don't want to throw shade at Awana, but you know what I mean? Like we just, you know, we, we pound that she's got to do this, got to do this. So we, we, you know, we either get these kids who come out of our churches that are either legalists or they don't want anything to do with the church because we, we have preached a, a non-gospel. And so I know I'm rambling a little bit on this, but I'm really passionate about this. Like we have to focus on the gospel, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really the heart of the matter um, is, is holding forth the gospel um, and giving it to your, your child, um, every single way, you know, whether it's conversations, uh, on the side, you know, you're, you're on the way to, to baseball practice and, and, uh, you have a conversation about their day, uh, use that to, to kind of, um, point them towards the gospel, you know, forgiveness or, or whatever it may be. And, um, also, you know, don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that too many times, um, when parents, uh, realize that, that their child is not made a profession or they walk away from the church or, or whatever they say, Oh, well, this is, this is all my fault. And I'm a, I'm a terrible parent. 
Um, again, this, this family discipleship book that I just finished reading by Matt Chandler and Adam Griffin, um, said that if, if you can't take credit for your child's salvation, which you can't, then you also can't take the blame if they walk away from the, you know, it's, it's God's yeah. job to, um, to breathe life into your child. And, you know, there's things that you can do to help and, and aid and, and, and nurture this, this gospel seed that you plant in your child. Um, but, but don't be too hard on yourself. Um, yeah. if, you know, don't feel like you're, you're a terrible parent or anything like that. Right. And yeah, absolutely. You know, I think you're hundred percent right. We've got to like, we've got to realize like <laughs> God's God and he's going to do the work, right? Yes. Like we've got to allow him to do the work, whether it's in the plans of your kids ministry, whether it's just in the day-to-day life of being a parent, I think we have to realize that <clears throat> it is the God, it is God doing the work and, you know, he is responsible for it. So I think that's a great place to end our conversation on this, Kevin, because I think it, you know, what I'm hearing, and I think this is good application for people who might be listening, um, especially if you're a parent and you're just like, man, I don't know what to do. Let's say my kid is, you know, a toddler, like, where do I even start with that? And I think there's some really good take home truths that we can take from this podcast of just like, listen, like, let's make sure your relationship with Jesus is, is solid, right? Like, I'm not going to go teach someone how to golf because I'm not that good of a golfer. Right. But like, if I was good and I was practicing it, I could, okay, I could teach some things to people. Right. Like I think it's this idea. Let's make sure we're, we're at least on the right path. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to be like amazing Christians. Right. Like none of us are, but like, let's make sure we're diligently following the Lord. And then like, let's help our kids along the way. And I think that's a great application from this. And then I think another thing is to realize that the church is not the primary disciple of your children. Like you are. So like take ownership of it and like, make it fun. This is not like, Oh my gosh, I got to disciple my kid. Like, no, this is, you have, you've been given a gift with your child to disciple them and let's steward that gift. Well, let's, let's come alongside them and let's spread the kingdom of God in our homes before we can ever reach our neighbors. Um, and I think that's a good thing to always remember. So, uh, like I said, I think that's a good place to end Kevin. I appreciate you. Um, joining me on this podcast and obviously we're going to do more, right? Because that's, I mean, why not? So I appreciate you having me on and and this was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I hope everybody else enjoyed this podcast. Like I said, this is a podcast about uh, encouraging you and equipping you to make and multiply more disciples and they might be right in your own home. Um, So let's make sure we are diligent, steward that well and be faithful to Jesus. And I hope and pray that this podcast We'll just encourage you and fan that flame in your life. All right, guys, we will check you guys next week. See you.